Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with your host, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. That's right. Now, I want to apologize for any any issues we may encounter, whether it be technical or anything like that, because you see, you see, along with my other podcast. The Dynasty Wonderland, which, if you're into fantasy football and whatnot, you can check that out. Everywhere you find this one, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Go to my Twitters and the Instagrams to find all my stuff at RMK Madness. Both accounts. Now, as I was saying, with both these podcasts, I, I was having issues with the memory, the storage on my old pad. So I upgraded to an iPad Air and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It works just about every way I need it to. <laughs> Except for trying to record the pods, I can't hear through my headphones. So recording the, the fantasy pod with my friend Aaron Stewart, who was on the pod last week. This one discussing wrestling and stuff, pro-graps, as the kids say these days, and he's actually going to make an appearance on this pod as well. We're doing a little Game of Thrones chatter, that's right, and there's a reason behind that. We'll get to that, but between that pod, this pod, uh, the new equipment, it's it's just, it's not all coming together like it should, and uh, the past few weeks have been trying, to say the least, but... We're getting it to work. I'm having to use my, my old iPad for certain things and my wife's iPad for certain things. And, and, and I'm getting it all to come together and it's working. But there's been a few audio issues, a few technical issues along the way. Some have shown through in the podcast. So if there's any of those tonight, I apologize. I'm working through everything, trying to get this down as crisp and tight and smooth and nice as it should be, really. Because this should be Something that flows rather well. (laughs) But I'm also not the most tech savvy. So you could see how, you know, certain things might happen. And and I might not uh, be on the ball with this stuff and have everything sounding as it should always. Because as I do these changes and upgrades and whatnot, I'm still learning how to adapt with the tech, I guess, is the way to put it. But all that aside... Little disclaimer for you. I'm glad you've joined. Again, don't forget to check my social media at RMK Madness, the Twitters, the Gram. And I hope you've been well. Hope all of you have been well. That's right. I've I've been not too bad here at the Madhouse MK. Pretty good. Uh, Spring break is over. Um, and you know, when you're doing the, the online schooling, that means you got to go back to, you know, a little bit of parenting, not parenting. That's a full time job. Teaching is what I meant to say. You got to go back to the teaching part, partly part-time teacher, you know? So that's a, you know, but hey, we're approaching summer. We're getting there. It's spring. So only have to do this so much longer and then a nice little break. But we did, we did enjoy the spring break, got out, went to the creek, had some, some fun, some picnics. Some picnics, some campouts downstairs, or did the good old dad, you know, with the little 
I've talked about them before, the little stick and ball contraptions that you can make like, you know, tents and, and forts and things with. And so we've had a blast. We've had a blast. But this week it's been back to school. I got my marijuana badge, which is fantastic. Because you see, the whole work thing for me has been a bit of a, a struggle lately, a process. I've done some work, not nearly enough as I need to or want to. And I'm hesitant to go back to restaurants. In part because I fucking hate them. And I have a bachelor's degree in communications. I should have fucking went for history or something. Because I got a decent brain. And I know some shit. And I just, I fuck. You know, pick the right degree, people. That's all I can say. <laughs> pick the right fucking degree. <sighs> so... Being as, you know, my wife and I have been growing the marijuana, which again, we're here in Colorado, perfectly fucking legal. We got our medical cards, thank you very much. So we're doing it all legally. And we grow. In the first batch, uh, there were a couple of mistakes made. It turned out okay. But now we're on to the second batch. And we're feeling good. And now we both have medical badges. Marijuana badges, sorry. And now we can go work for dispensaries and whatnot. So... That's the next step. Get out of the restaurant industry. Continue working in, you know, whatever this would be called. Podcast, entertainment, podcasting, and the fantasy football stuff I do. I do fantasy football writing and a podcast. So I've got lots of things moving. I also write novels. You know what? I'm, this isn't about me. <laughs> but if you like my stuff, hang around. Keep following me because I've got lots more coming. But now, now. To help better provide for my family, I can get into some work in the marijuana field. And that's great because, A, I love marijuana. It's been very, 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 very beneficial. Very beneficial. No! I know, I know. It's not going to happen a lot. It's been very beneficial, I would say, for several reasons. Sleep is the biggest one. I fucking used to have the worst time trying to sleep. Just all the thoughts in my head, all this crazy shit, just ah, ah. Marijuana's helped with that. It's helped me eat more. It's done a lot, man. Because, you know, I'm not the biggest dude. You know, I, I got to work on trying to, you know, not be too skinny, which I'm sure some people here and they're like, oh, fuck you. But it, it, it's not good. The other end of the spectrum isn't great either, okay? Healthy weight is good. So, yes, into the marijuana, find lots of benefits in that. I know a little bit about growing. The wife has done a lot of the work, but I've had to, you know, learn with her and help her. So I got, I got my hands in cultivation. But if they want to start me out bud tending, that's fine. I'll be drawn to everybody's T-shirt, just like they do to me. I, always, I have a great T-shirt collection. Every time I walk in and buy weed, I got someone's, that's a great sweatshirt. That's a great T-shirt. That's a great hat. I like that stuff too. Let's talk about that while I get you your weed. That's what people do to me. I can't wait to do that with other people. Hey, while I gather your marijuana, let's chat about Batman. You know, that's fantastic. I just, I'm excited. I'm excited. (laughs) So I got my hands in all sorts of places. You know, fantasy football, comedy, writing, the marijuana business. Yes. Because the wife and I, Fuck, the more we can learn, the better. We keep growing our own. We open up our own. How would you like that? Madhouse MK Marijuana. 
Madhouse MKMJ. <laughs> it's a good idea, right? So, things have been pretty good. I, and, you know, another thing I did during spring break and still this week, as a matter of fact, as soon as I get done potting, as soon as I get done potting, I'm going to go. If there's been any ringing you can hear, I feel like I've been hearing a ring. I think it might be the mostly empty can of Rockstar. Might be adding a little, hello, 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 hello. Anyway. As I was saying. Played a lot of this game, Hunt Showdown. I've, I've mentioned it before. It's one of those first-person shooters, but it's really cool. You get into a match, there's bounties, right? You got to collect the bounties. That's the main object. And these bounties are monsters. One's a giant spider with, like, human features all over it. The, the other one's, like, a butcher who's got a pig's head instead of a human head, but he's a butcher. He's got this fiery claw thing. Then there's the assassin. It's like this creature with blades on each arm. And then he disintegrates into bugs to travel across the floor, the wall, the ceiling. And then he reappears in assassin form and whoosh. But then there's this event going on as the crow flies. And it's to introduce the new crow boss. Scrap Beak is the name. And he's very cool. He's like a mechanical human crow type hybrid kind of monster and so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with this event points to gather to unlock things and so i'm excited for the game and while you got these bounties going on there's all these different zombies there's a bunch of regular zombies right running around and then you've got different ones like the hive which shoots a swarm of poisonous bugs at you you get the the immolator which is a fire zombie you got the hellhounds which are basically zombie dogs and then on top of that you got other hunters such as yourself in the game so you're competing against other players a horde of zombies and then to try and get to these bounties and <clears throat> There's a special event going on, so there's lots of stuff to do. And it's just a good time. And I enjoy it. I enjoy that kind of stuff. I also enjoy the hell out of comic books. And the Suicide Squad 2 trailer is here. And it looks fantastic. Not the teaser. The teaser was out. That looked, that, And that was definitely a tease. This is great. I was talking about it with, again, Mr. Aaron Stewart, the March Heron. And I was talking to him. And he's going to check out the trailer because he was excited. And because we love that kind of stuff. And again, more from me and Aaron chatting together this week. Some Game of Thrones stuff that's later on in the pod. But there's a lot of good stuff. Idris Elba playing as Bloodsport. I mean... That's fantastic, and he's great in the preview. You got Harley Quinn coming back, Captain Boomerang, Rick Flag, a bunch of new dudes, including Peacemaker, played by John Cena, and he's great. There's a part between him and Idris Elba, a.k.a. Bloodsport, and John Cena says, you're the leader. You're supposed to lead. You're supposed to make decisions. And Bloodsport says, I've decided you should eat a big bag of dicks. That's why I love these HBO straight to th these movies that are going straight to HBO Max because they just have they have the curse word track and I know you can find those but they, th I love the 
the tr- movie trailers with the curse words and everything in it. It's like, yeah, don't censor that shit if it's a rated R movie. Let me see. Let me see what I'm going to see. Hear what I'm going to hear. But he says, I've decided you you can eat a big bag of dicks. And John Cena is like, uh, if this whole bag of dicks, or if this whole island was full of dicks, and I had to eat every one in the name of liberty, I'd say no problemo. <laughs> <coughs> And, you know, I brought up my buddy Aaron because as wrestling fans, you know, we had that convo last week. Not a big John Cena fan myself and uh, neither with Aaron. And uh, it's just funny because that's one thing I've always gave Cena props on is he could be pretty funny. And uh, even though I didn't like him as a wrestler, as an entertainer, all that. And so I'm, he's starting to grow on me as an actor. And then the Suicide Squad 2 just might do it for me. It just might. But in other sporting news, hey, you got the final four. That's right. Going to have Baylor versus Houston, one versus two seed. And then on the other side of the bracket, you got Gonzaga versus number 11, UCLA. We've got an upset, a a double-digit seed in the tournament. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I always like when that happens. You know, I really do. I really do. It's good stuff. And let's see. For the women's, of course. Because they're having a hell of a tournament, too. And I haven't watched much of it, I'll be honest. And I'll explain why in a second. But you got Stanford going up against South Carolina. And Arizona going up against UConn on the other side of the so you get a couple of awesome Final Fours coming up, and I'm excited. Uh, I actually watched the UC- UCLA, UCLA, the UCLA. Uh, you miss- sucked. Yeah, I know, I know, but it was only just the second time. Anyway, I was watching the UCLA Michigan game. It was a lot of fun. It was very close, down to the wire. UCLA pulls it off. Cool stuff to see, but I just can't get as in to. Women's college basketball. Women's basketball in general. And this is not anything against the women. Because I love plenty of women's sports. I fucking love women's soccer. It's great. Women's tennis. They are bad asses. I just... I, it, it, it's, it, it's not just d- women's basketball. Like, I don't like college football. Period. I just don't, like, I kind of watch a little bit when it gets to the college football playoffs, but I just, I I don't really care that much about college football in the same vein. I don't really care about women's basketball in general. I tried to, as someone who rooted for many years of the, for the Minnesota sports team. Okay, now we're really getting off track with it. I'll try and get it together by the end of the intro for next segment. But as a Minnesota sports fan, for years, I wanted a winning team there. The Minnesota Lynx, the WNBA team there, won many championships. The only other Minnesota sports team to do it was the Minnesota Twins many years ago. So I tried, I tried very hard to get to the WNBA because I wanted to root for a winning team in the Minnesota Lynx and I just couldn't do it. I just have certain sports that don't hit me. I've tried a million times to fucking get into golf. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't. 
And I brought up football a few times. I, I do love football. The NFL, that is. Again, not really into college football. But NFL is interesting things going on. You got trades happening all over the place for picks. There's going to be a QB craze at the top of the draft. It's going to be very interesting. But most interesting, they're going to have a 17-game season, which means they're adding a game on, which some players are pretty upset with. And, and I can understand why, especially if you're not going to give teams an extra bye week or anything like that. It is, it is kind of screwy. But if we get half the preseason games, and, it, you know, that's tough. For the teams, too, because they kind of need the preseason games to, you know, check out rookies and, and make decisions on, on, on their roster cuts and stuff. They got to know who they're going to keep and whatnot. And you're having their time to do that, cutting it in half. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It, it, it's like for me, sure, I'll take one more game, but I, I feel bad for the, the players. And, and, you know, it just, eh, eh. And in the world of pro-graps, the previously mentioned pro-graps, because Aaron and I had, did have a fun conversation about that last week, but uh, Will Ospreay, the asshole that he is, or as my wife likes to call him, Will Offspray. <laughs> I know, I know. But he won the New Japan Cup over Shingo Takagi. It was a great tournament. I actually like how this plays out. On April the 4th, uh, this Sunday, Easter Sunday, as a matter of fact, You've got, for New Japan, the Sakura Genesis show. And this is going to be fun. Because it's going to have your New Japan Cup winner, Will Ospreay, versus the champ, Kota Ibushi, along with the introduction of the brand new title. So, it's going to be good stuff. Good stuff in wrestling going on. Not so great stuff going on, you know, in the U.S. and across the world. So... Let, let's get into a little bit of a discussion on that, shall we? Okay. Okay. Get a little serious for a second. For a few minutes, you know. We got news. I mean, same old crazy shit in the United States. COVID cases are still rising. It, it, it's concerning. The docs are concerned. Because we're, we're, we're giving out vaccinations left and right. Cases still rising, you know. People continuing to be stupid about this and not smart and acting like COVID's over. Or it doesn't matter or whatever. So that's a bitch, and wouldn't be surprised to see another spike, and, you know, shit, uh, who knows. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> then, in Georgia, Governor Kemp, he's got, uh, they, they've got uh, new voter laws there. More like suppression laws. And these include, like, closing the polls earlier. It fines for giving food or drink to voters standing in line. And Governor Kemp and a bunch of old-ass white politicians signed these new laws under a painting of a slave plantation as to further say, hey, 
suppressing minorities, specifically specifically black people, is part of how we got here. And you know what? We're going to make sure we're still, uh, uh, you know, able to do that. Going to make it tough as shit on black communities to vote. It's just bullshit. It's bullshit. Don't know how it's even allowed to happen. But things are worse other places. Myanmar, you have the coup going on. And over the weekend, over 100 protesters dead, including children. The military in Myanmar seems to care very little of their people. And if you don't know what happened there, this all happened because, see, it's a bit different than it is here. The the military in a place like Myanmar is almost its own entity. Now, there's been democratic leadership in Myanmar for a while. But most recently, there was a Democratic leader elected in a landslide victory. And the military claimed fraudulent election, arrested the winner, took over, and now you see what's happening with the protests and protesters getting shot, killed, And it's not all that far away from what could have happened here, right? I mean, that's basically what Trump tried to accomplish. Claiming election fraud, trying to find a way to use the military to stay in power. We have a little more safeguard here. But the fact that it even got that close should be a warning that lots needs to change in Washington. But speaking of Trump, he's yapping again. And now he's got this 45office.com website. And it's just a repetition of his life. Well, it talks about how great he is and what a great job he did as a leader. And now we had the best economy and all this, like a bunch of shit that's just lies. <laughs> shit that his people eat up because they don't bother to look into whether it's true or not. Left out the impeachment stuff. And when it comes to COVID, his fast response is what it says. His quick response. Despite the fact that he acted like it was no big deal in the beginning. And he even had this rant recently where he admitted, where he's talking shit about the doctors, Rax, Fauci, and how he didn't even really listen to him. <laughs> like admitting, like, yeah, I didn't listen to the fucking doctors when it came to the corona. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of fucking people died. And he's trying to take credit for, like, the vaccines. Like, he got it rolling, but, like, he could have done so much better had he not been preoccupied. 
and he's nowhere near on the level what Biden's done. So it it just it's crazy. Through all this, the amount of fucking supporters he still has. It's insane. I don't understand it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I really don't. But hey, at least the asteroid Apophis, named after the god of chaos, at least it won't wreck us for another hundred years, you know. Speaking of chaos, some Game of Thrones chatter. I know, I know, it was a bit of a short section for the news, but this is what I had to go. I didn't want to spend too much time on the series because there's not a lot going on. And like I said, some of it is just extremely depressing, at least in my opinion. Myanmar, the Georgia voting law, that like some of this shit is depressing, man. But we continue on. And we make room for the chat of Game of Thrones. Because as Aaron and I will get into, it's a great show. Ended with some disappointment, some controversy. And it's just one of those, you know, during all of, of 2020, we had lockdown, quarantine. And uh, not something that came up a lot as something people were streaming or wanted to restream. Or were suggesting to others to restream. And so... We just kind of run down through our love of Game of Thrones. Where were we disappointed? Why? Our favorite stuff from Thrones, etc., etc. It's a good combo. Hope you all enjoy it. And we'll be back after that combo to close the pot out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thought that was something really scary, but it was just paper. Just paper. We'll, we'll be back. All right, Madcaps, as promised, some Game of Thrones discussion and bringing in to the Mad Tea Party, my buddy, once again, Mr. Aaron Stewart, the man that keeps on giffing. Welcome back to Miscellaneous Debris, Aaron. Thank you for joining. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, yes, sir. And another game of thrones fan and this is cool because hey i've talked thrones with a lot of people and and we talked a tad uh, you know leading up to doing this but we really don't know a lot of uh, each other's you know history with the game of thrones so this should actually be a pretty fun conversation but it's one of those things where such an iconic show and i loved it so much and I got into the books and this and that. And, you know, then there's controversial ending to the show, I guess, is the way you would put it. And I don't know. For me, it's, it's I love the medieval stuff, you know. And um, it's just one of those, you kind of know with the show, does it grab you at, at that first episode? Uh, I, I remember the show The Shield. I loved the show The Shield. And it was one of those, that first episode just grabbed me. And that's what Game of Thrones did. It just grabs you. Oh, my God. Brother, sister kissing. They killed the kid. That's what you think. You They killed the kid because they saw him kissing. Holy shit. And that's the first episode. And you're like, what the fuck? And that shit gets me, man. And, you know, so it, it, on top of, you know, the medieval stuff and everything, 
man, I just loved everything about it. And, you know, of course, disappointment along the way, we can get into that, um, it, you know, whether it's it's the final season, the final couple seasons, um, um, the ties to the books, things of that nature. Um, but, you know, despite all of that, I'm always going to love me some Game of Thrones. And one of these days, I'm going to get back to it and watch it again, as my brother is now doing. But I, I did wonder why more people weren't talking about it during lockdown, like streaming Game of Thrones, because, you know, it, it, is it some of that disappointment from the final season? It, it just feels like it's one of those that should have been tossed around more. But overall, gotta love the Thrones. Aaron, tell me, you got into it. Did you read the books? Um, have you read anything? Uh, you know, what's some of your your history with the Game of Thrones? So my history of Game of Thrones, I got into Game of Thrones really, 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 really late. <laughs> like it would be, I would hang out with friends and, and they'd watch it and I'd kind of be there and kind of like, I so saw I'd catch like some of these episodes at just random times, right? But I like, I, sometimes I don't even have the attention span. For, for shows and usually when i'm watching stuff it was like i prefer watching uh sports games and everything so then i it was it was less than a year before the final season so there was good and bad on that um you, the good the good was i got to watch everything all seven seasons up to the that final season so like it was very fresh on my mind like there were things right, in my reference right. Um, very early in the show that I was like, oh yeah, like I remember that because I watched that maybe uh, a month ago. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I'm not happy about just uh, about how much Game of Thrones I may have watched on a daily basis, but it was a show <laughs> that, as you mentioned, it has you hooked just the, on the first yes. episode because you're like, whoa, they did what? And, what? Mm -hmm. and and that was something I grew to appreciate about early Game of Thrones was just the the, the, the twist and turns, the shock value. Because um, one of one show that I am a diehard fan of is actually it's it's an anime, but really anyone that enjoys a good story, they would enjoy this. And it's One Piece. One Piece has been going around for well over two decades now. In mm -hmm. if if you read manga, they just released manga episode 1008. 1008. It's a yeah. massive freaking world they built. Right. I honestly think that there are people that enjoy certain aspects about Game of Thrones would also enjoy One Piece. But that's a different conversation with Game of Thrones. What, I didn't read the books. Mm. And when I started watching this and I would catch these episodes... Like, what's funny is even though I had seen certain scenes, I wasn't prepared for it. And right. I'll say the episode that really got me was the Reigns of Castamere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding, which I had always heard. Red Wedding, Red Wedding. And hadn't con connected the dang dots at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's how, like, I knew, like, that is a, that is the signs of a good show is when yeah. the author or the producers, they can have you go one way and all of a sudden <laughs> put you in another direction. You're like, I didn't even see that coming. 
right and that's how i got hooked on it i was like give me more like it became a junkie at right that point. <laughs> and and that's how it became to me because that like i've always been into books and and as you know i don't just write sports stuff i i, I try and write my own novels and i love the idea of no character is safe i fucking love it and that is one of the draws to that show because for me i i guess a tad bit of a back when i first started watching it a buddy i'd worked with and this was in little shit hole fort dodge iowa when i first sobered up he was like oh yeah you got to check out game of thrones the second season's going on right now i'm like okay okay and he kind of explains it to me and i'm like that sounds like some shit i would really enjoy so he lets me borrow the first season DVD. I chewed through that in a couple of days. It didn't take long. I was obsessed with it. And then I'm sitting there dying, waiting for season two to come out on DVD so I can buy it. Because I don't fucking have HBO. I just sobered up. I'm working at a fucking Carl's Jr. And uh, I don't make a whole lot of money. <laughs> I don't have HBO. So I go out, I buy season two. And at this point, I meet a girl, what is to be my wife now. And I say, it's like our first week together. And I'm just like, this fucking Game of Thrones. You got to watch this shit. It's so great. So I watched the first season with her, watched the second season with her. So we're all ready for the third season. Now, by this point, I had also gotten into the books. I'm a big reader. I love this kind of stuff. I got like bought the first like four or five books, whichever ones were out at that point. And I just start chewing through those. And I just love everything about this. And so I know the Red Wedding is coming because I've read it and it made me sad because at that point my hopes from Rob Stark and I, I was so sad because <laughs> like, all the people like that I really like like I remember season two when Renly died I was so bummed because I was like a oh, fucking Renly and Rob Stark are going to team up and they're going to kick some ass. And then Renly got killed by the shadow thing. And I was like, no, no. And it just happens over and over. <laughs> and I mean, fuck the very first season. You're like, Oh Lord Stark. You are the greatest Lord Stark. Oh no, his head. Oh my God. It's just, it's just, it's the great, but that's what I love. No character is safe. But I knew all about the Red Wedding, having read about it. And so I got to see my wife react real time, having no fucking clue. <laughs> and so that kind of shit was great. But then you get later on in into the seasons. And this is where like people who haven't read books, probably such as yourself, start to see the show is it's not quite as sharp yeah it's also around the same time they really start leaving shit out from the books 
So then they're having to tie shit together. I did this, this is my opinion of how it went. So then they're having to tie shit together while leaving some of the shit out, which I, I get. It's a show. It's not a book. God, but that's why it's a show, not a movie. So you can show more stuff. So I don't know. And then it gets to the point where everything feels a little rushed. And even then I'm like, that's okay. And then we'll, we'll get more into the disappointment later. But there's definitely like you see differences in the show where like the whole Dorn, all the the Dorn aspect and all the people from that, like there is so much more that they do in the story. Um, and like the book series isn't even finished. We have no fucking clue if he'll finish it because he's like 800 years old and he's been busy writing other books instead of finishing Game of Thrones. I think they finished the show and he was just like, whatever. <laughs> but maybe someday we'll get that book. But the last two books. But uh, <laughs> but you do see a lot of like cool stuff. Um, Euron. Euron Greyjoy. There is actually in the book also victarion and basically what the show did was they took victarion and euron and just made them one yeah and it's a fucking shame because the way it goes in the books is fucking amazing because these two brothers are at each other's throats and it, it's just it's fantastic and so it, for book readers you know like yeah, some of this shit is definitely out. like you don't expect it to follow it the the books to the T. It felt like they were leaving out some pretty important shit. And and so yeah, despite all of that, I love the books. I hope they get finished and I love the show. And we'll get more into disappointment, but as far as you know, I think we pretty much agree the earlier seasons are the best. So would what are some of your favorite characters in the show? You hit on one of them already, and that was Rob Stark. So when I talked about the Reigns of Castamere, I was like, I really like this Rob Stark guy. Like, you know, he's one of the, like, the few decent guys. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> like, father, like son. Oh. Like, it was, that was just devastating. But, like, what I do like about, like, he, he didn't, it wasn't a meaningless death. Like when you stop to think about it and you thought of actions taken by characters, it's usually the characters that die. It's there's a choice that they've made that comes with consequences, which is a great reminder to people and and, here in the real world to be careful with what you say, what you do, um, because you can't, (laughs) we don't live in a movie. You can't rewind and do something. So when I stopped to think about it, I was like, you know, he had an arranged marriage that he backed out of. Of course he was going to die. <laughs> like, that's just how um, I know it's a fictional world, but it's, as you mentioned, it's like a medieval times. Like, that's what yeah, it, it, it's what not, happen. <laughs> right. It's not even really all that fictional because it's based on a time that is very real, you know, like, so yes. Totally fair points. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. Um, uh, and a couple of other characters. Uh, they're pretty popular characters am- amongst all fans. One, of course, is Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, gotta love like, Tyrion. 
because I just feel like like just the the sense of humor and everything. I was like, yeah, yes, that's that's me. That's me making smart ass remarks. The and, wit, yeah, the witty humor. Um, I. I didn't like what he became towards the end. It was like, is this what you are? This guy, this cowering uh, advisor to the to the queen. It's like this isn't what you were for right. the longest time. And maybe that's because, as you mentioned, when uh, they ran out of book material, then you're going off the script there, and that's what it seemed to kind of be. It was like this isn't really the character I fell in love with. Um, that I enjoyed his 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 adventure, his arcs, and and of course the my my other favorite character, I mean, who doesn't like Arya? Like Arya kicks ass. And oh yes, yeah. it was one of those characters too that because she really was a child. Like the the actress was a child when it started. Like you you watch her grow up in this you show. You sure do. Yeah, yeah. her and Sansa. Yeah, it's crazy, really. It, right, it is pretty right. crazy and maybe because Arya's, um like she was so small like and i think they're the, the actresses are the act they're actually the same age but you know mm. the actress plays sansa you know she it was gorgeous from day one although it took me a long long time to like sansa uh and i also am aware like she wasn't supposed to really be likable <laughs> at the beginning. Right. She, you know, she right. got spoiled princess and, and Ario is like, spoiled you know. prince. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, she was definitely like the bratty sister you didn't like. But she and learned Arya how to was survive. The cool one. Yeah. And Ario was always did. cool. She, she went through a lot badass. of shit. Yeah. And, and that's what I like about Sansa is that like she learned how to play the Game of Thrones. And like when mm. I was able to finish game of thrones and then reflect on like what she her journey through all this i was like i appreciate the character now like it yes. was she yes. went she was dragged through the shit and came out just she came out as like a as a badass uh towards the end <laughs> so, and yeah and to see her and aria like to see their relationship from the very beginning typical like siblings where they're annoying the hell out of each other and towards the end they pull one on little finger <laughs> it was right that was, was great a, such a satisfying scene oh yes. so satisfying but yeah that's my trio of favorite characters it started with rob stark um then definitely became aria Tyrion, basically day one it was like yep I, i'm gonna like this guy <laughs> yeah I um with Sansa it's funny cuz I really she grew on me as well and by the the final season uh me and my family and a bunch of friends we all did this um like game of thrones like challenge board type thing that I had seen somewhere online and basically you went through and you predicted who would die, which episode of the final season they would die, um, and then who you thought would be king and queen. And then I added categories like um, like bonus point categories, like uh, will they, like, if this person dies, who are they killed by? Like dragon, zombie, another character. Um, so it was a fun little thing. And I had Sansa sit in the Iron Throne. That's where I was at before the final season of Game of Thrones because 
again, with the books, the books aren't incomplete and you have no idea because they've left out shit from other books that, like I said, they started out great and then they start leaving shit out and then there's no more book materials. So they're going on their own and you're like, I have no idea how close it's going to be to the books or anything like that. And you're nervous because like we'll get to, but we both mentioned shit seems rushed. So, um, but yes, I, I had Sansa sit in the Iron Throne, but I, I, I can't agree with you more on, I'd love to meet some Rob Stark. I'd love to meet some Lord Stark. Um, Arya, gotta love her too. And Tyrion, of course. Um, his quote that, uh, never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not. Wear it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you. That's some shit that I took to heart because that, that very much makes sense to me in my brain <laughs> and uh, definitely something I can use so that I loved Tyrion overall as a character and just for little things like that. But I also am someone who likes random characters as their favorites and uh, really my entire out of the entire series, I, I, I don't think anyone entertained me more than Braun. <laughs> he is by far my favorite character of the show. Because no matter where he was at, he was, he was entertaining. He was doing his thing. <laughs> and I just, he was so enjoyable. And uh, uh, so he's definitely right up on the list. And I don't know. I mean, there was such a good character. I'm such a fan of villains. Like, I part of the reason I love Batman so much is just the awesome array of villains that they have, you know, and, and so I, I, and star Wars, such great villains. I appreciate great villains. Game of Thrones, no different. Yeah. You know, from Tywin Lannister, old fucking mean bastard to Joffrey who is just the fucking worst to the insanity that is Ramsey you know like they just had the best villains man and so I I just I really do enjoy the villains and then and another one that I really enjoyed the Red Viper and I swear man again I read the book before the show and as I'm reading it, I'm so excited because I'm like, he's he's going to take out the mountain. This is great. This is great. I'm getting all excited reading. And then I'm like, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. You know, because that part exactly like the book. And you're just like, why couldn't you just why did you shut just shut up? Why did yeah. you have to do like and that, that scene one, is just burned into my my memory. <laughs> Uh, well it's not just losing the red viper it's Tyrion's fuck and like there's so much shit that comes from that you're just like no well and it was just impressive that like because at that point uh, and you'll have to forgive me i'm trying to think of what season that was but we had seen enough game of thrones to like know that shit like this happens right but we had never right. Like the way he killed the Viper, it was like even on Game of Thrones standards, it was like holy crap! Oh right. no, as you mentioned, oh no, oh no! <laughs> yeah, you went from thinking, oh 
fuck yeah, the Red Viper did it to, oh, his eyes are out of his head. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Then it's just such a bummer. But yeah, Braun. Did you, is, oh, sorry. No, go. No, you go ahead. Well, and actually, speaking of Braun, one, one quick fun fact, and, and you may know this too, like the actor that plays Braun and the actress that plays Cersei. Lannister, yeah. <laughs> like, you know where I'm going with this, but for people that are listening, like, so the, yes. the, the two actors have been romantically involved and it did not end well. And part of that, as Braun becomes this, this character in the show, because in the books, if I'm not mistaken, he's really not. He's really not. He just happens to be like so dang good at at being this this character in the show that he becomes um, one of the supporting characters. But the this romantic relationship ended so poorly that the two actors that played Braun and at Cersei Lannister refused to do any scenes together. Right. <laughs> when you get to the end of the show and everyone is in one place, it was like. Cow, son of a really (laughs) (laughs) yeah that had to have been a pain but (laughs) but speaking of cersei another great villain i thought she was great and then i've i've left out someone that i truly is is got to be at the top of list at the top of the character list as well at least for me and that's jamie absolutely see it just Man, some of the, like, this show provided, I mean, yeah, you can look at the transformation of Arya growing up, but two people, Jamie and Theon. Now, Theon, not so much one of my favorites, but he had one of the, one of the better, you know, transformations, character arcs throughout the yeah. story. And, and, but Jamie's, I just fucking loved and 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 seeing everything from rooting for him to getting his hand chopped off to you know feeling pity for him and wanting him to you know rebound and 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 redeem himself and 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 and, you know you find out later on in the story the details of of you know his encounter with the mad king and all the things that go into jamie and it's just such phenomenal storytelling Absolutely. And, and you're correct. Like, I feel bad that I'd even like, that's just tells you how many good characters that I know. There was in the I, show. I didn't have him written down. He popped in my head. I was like, how I'm did glad. you said Cersei? And I'm like, what a great villain she was. Jamie. Hey, Jamie. <laughs> and, and you're correct because like, it was, I guess it's, it goes kind of like what we talked about last time we did this podcast, where we were talking about professional wrestling. And it's like, you know, we don't like the reason that we, that we stopped really enjoying wwe is that there is there's no characters and like when there are characters it, everything is just kind of thrown together and it, there's no continuity but like when you have characters in professional wrestling that have kind of a slow burn and like sometimes they've gone from being a heel a bad guy to being a good guy uh, a face mm-hmm. and you don't even realize like there wasn't like this like i'm a good guy it was it's like wait a minute, like, I didn't even realize that I was rooting for this guy. Right. Now. And that was what Jamie Lannister was, because you wanted yes. him to get his ass kicked. And when he first got his hand chopped off, you're like, oh, okay. Like, but he played it so well of, like, getting, getting you, it's like, playing with your, uh, your feelings and you're sympathetic for him. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, son of a gun, he got me. And then he starts, you start to, as you mentioned, you see 
you understand more of why the way he is. And some of that's just right. this perception. And he basically uh, at some point in his journey just goes, look, they already think I'm the bad guy. I'm going to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And I can fucking totally, totally relate to that because yeah. you do. Hey, I've experienced some of that in my life where it's like, it's, it's to a point where it's like, okay, all right, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and, and so I, I could kind of relate, especially when you find out all the details and like, like him killing the, like him slaying the King was what needed to happen. And, and the way he was basically black sheeped for it you know it is it, it, scapegoated that would be the better phrase <laughs> well it's like the batman quote right like uh you know you're you're the hero um you're the hero we need but not the one we deserve and that was right jamie lannister batman of game of thrones <laughs> yes indeed all right let's get into some favorite episodes before we wrap this up and and we'll get it we'll finish it off with with whatever disappointment we have in thrones and we'll each take a turn with that because it's it's emotional but first stick with more of the good because the game of thrones overall offers a ton of good great and amazing and some of the favorite episodes for me is again the first episode reels you in but then some of the episodes that really keep you going i can think of the Battle of Blackwater. Uh, I think it's just called Blackwater. And I believe that was in season two. That episode I loved. That's where Tyrion gets fucked up. But that's also where he leads the fucking army. And he yeah. just kicks that. I loved all of that. Davos, another fucking great character. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Danny or Jon Snow yet. But anyway, Battle of Blackwater. Great episode. Speaking of battles. Battle of the Bastards, the Battle of Winterfell from the seventh season. Some people had an issue with that episode. I fucking loved it. I have one issue with that episode. I take that back. I, I think I know what you're going to say on that. So, I, like, I agree. But, like, overall, yeah. It's... Overall, I loved it. Except for, God damn it, I'm drawing a blank. What the hell is the name of Danny's people? <laughs> Why can't I think of it? Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank, too. Sorry, it's been, what, now uh, we're coming up? I, I haven't watched Game of Thrones since it ended. Uh, <laughs> Cal, Dr- Cal-, Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo's people. Yeah. Uh, Cal see. Drogo's people. <laughs> She's the queen, the queen of those people. <laughs> the Khaleesi. No, no, that's her Doth title. Rocky. No, that's Doth uh, Rocky. Uh, Doth Doth Rocky. There we go. Yes. How the fuck? Did uh, I have all it's this game, names... game of Thrones information written down in my head and I forgot Doth Rock. You're right though. There's just so much. Oh, it's and these crazy. names are not easy to say. <laughs> so and... well, especially some of the yes, yeah, some of that shit. But the Dothraki, yes. So sending those fuckers out, it like that part, that that part, I just I I'm like, and there was someone we were talking about it on Reddit, and they were like. And they were like, that's just, if you know anything about like combat, like they would never do that. Like, <laughs> And they could have played it off. Like they could have absolutely, like 
I agree. It's like something that makes absolutely no freaking sense. And what they could have right. done instead is they they could have they were already building the tension right between Daenerys and and uh, Sansa, right? And right. it goes okay. So we're you're, you know we're at Winterfell. We're at, already on Stark territory, and mm-hmm. you know you tell me that you're sending my people as like sacrificial pawns in this game. Like you're already crippling. Daenerys there. like they could have built more on that tension from they could have gotten themselves out of that that uh severe plot hole <laughs> yeah like it created well, a great like, image for us viewers of the lights like, that's slowly. what my brother said he was like well it kind of looked cool that was probably the point yeah. <laughs> and I'm like yeah but I otherwise I I love the shit out of that episode that one part bothered me but I otherwise really liked it and then um Again, Battle of the Bastards. Gotta love that episode. But for me, I don't. I don't know that I love anything more than Hard Home, and that's the episode where John goes with God, another great character. What the hell is his name? The red-haired dude. The guy that looks like me. That's a. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh man, I'm drawing a blank. But the Tormund. guy that I, yes. I didn't even know, I remembered before I, I put Tormund Giants Bay. So Tormund <laughs> is taking Jon Snow and they're trying to go convince the, all the other wildling groups uh that they need to go with them back and yeah. and and um then go stay with them at the wall and it's that whole meeting and everything going on there. And then at the end, the snow starts to come. The darkness starts to come. You see the fuckers on the horses up on the top of the cliff. And then just madness and chaos ensues. And it is just one. I might have to go watch that episode after we get done. <laughs> Freaking love it. But that that is probably my number one episode is uh hard home that one right there probably and, and i'd say for me like some of these some of the episodes and scenes i i'd mentioned earlier of course reigns of Castamere because that just it's mm. iconic um and it, it was that nice reminder I, if i if i remember correctly for a lot of our a lot of fans favorite characters things have been going well for maybe too long and it was that nice like pulled back into no, this is the reality of this world where your favorites yeah. are going to die. And, and yeah. of course, the episode with the, the mountain versus the viper, um, because it was like, oh, sh- oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what does this mean for one of our favorite characters, Tyrion? Um, but really, the number one thing I have is like basically anytime there, <laughs> I'm such a guy on this one, anytime there's a, a battle or a war. Um, like it, yeah. like they they nailed those episodes like whether it was yes. Winterfell Battle of the Bastards um, it, it, any battles just the and the people that got to do the effects got to do their thing like it was always gonna be awesome there was one battle we didn't even get to talk about and, and that was the Battle at the Wall and I just remember oh, them fuck yeah and I just remember when they um, oh what's the blade they had the gigantic 
freaking blade yes. they released on the wall. And you got the wild. There was climbing so up. much cool shit in that episode. The, the pendulum, the pendulum blade that they released, yes. and it just shoo, a massive freaking blade. But like, it's not just the violence gore. Like, in, but what I liked about these war scenes um, is that that's what usually built characters like when whoever survived and came out of that it was like a what would happen in real wars and battles you come out and you're like you're not the same you know right. wrestling fans we always like they come out of the hell of the cell that changed me like that actually happened in in all of these all these battles all these wars it would it would have the type of effects on people you know like uh battle of the bastards is when like sansa's like she is just like dead on the inside at that point she is just so numb to it to the point where she's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna feed ramsey to to the dogs (laughs) yeah i love when they're like meeting each other like and they're all on horses and like ramsey's just talking yeah shit to Jon Snow and I can't remember exactly what Sansa says to Ramsay but she just says something something along the lines of I think like uh, I'll enjoy watching you die tomorrow Lord yeah. Ramsay or something like that and then she just turns her horse and trots away and like right. that and I was just like fuck yeah Sansa like, because like, <laughs> even though she didn't like fight in that war it's like the character of Sansa like died in that war and got replaced yeah. with just this because I remember in and like when I was watching the final season, I was like, man, I'm really like Santa's really kind of getting on my nerves when I was first watching it. But then when you're able to kind of go back and you stop and you reflect on like everything and you go back and rewatch some things, you're like, no, she she's this cold heartless bitch because like that's what the world has done to her. But she also had to yeah, like if you're going to rule, you know, like the the Sansa that was there at the beginning where like she was living a fairy tale which is you know most fairy tales kind of have this type of like world the medieval world and she's gonna mm-hmm. be one of those princesses and it's like this ain't no Disney <laughs> right the, the Mandalorian actor may be in this way ain't no Disney you know <laughs> right when he died Disney died and so it was it it was what needed to to happen like the battle of ba- battle of the bastards like ramsey died but also like that was sansa was was reborn as uh, phoenix had a nice little uh, connection to to x-men for yeah there you go <laughs> although very, we may nice. we may want to forget about that movie but just <laughs> i haven't seen it yet everybody said don't waste your time and i'm like eh. It's yeah. X-Men, and I don't hate movies as much as most people, so I'd so, probably not hate it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's we, we can sometimes be, like, overly critical. like in the, And that's why I'm, like, I'm enjoying talking about Game of Thrones, because it's even got me to kind of, like, when I'm, I'm reflecting on so much of the good stuff, and it helps kind of know, like, right. was it perfect? No, but, like, it's like, you know, maybe it got too much shit, that's for sure, but, but um, you know, just kind of wrap it all up, like, favorite episodes anything with a battle because a battle scenes are awesome b like mm. characters involved they that was their character development they come out of this and they're different and even right. Tyrion, like back on um oh shoot we just mentioned it earlier um something bay blackwater uh, just, blackwater yeah Golly. blackwater <laughs> 
That's okay. I don't know how I couldn't think of Dothraki. I did. That, it's beyond me how that escaped me. And to break the fourth, continue. Break the fourth wall here. Like the reason our memories are probably like just kind of shot right now is <laughs> coming up. It's almost four o'clock my time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, so that's right. We're almost done because my pad's almost done. So. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry we broke the fourth wall, but. You know, that's that's what happens. We we go on a roll on, on all these. That's podcasts. all right. Most of the mad caps know because I usually tell them anyway, because I'm usually recording late. You know, when I was doing it by myself, anytime yeah. I'm recording, it's usually this time, maybe not quite this late, <laughs> My but bad. it is pretty late. <laughs> oh no, you're good, bro. You are good. <laughs> but I think like that's Man, I covered all my favorite episodes, and man, you stopped to think. No, I'm with you. Fun. Yeah, the, <laughs> the battle stuff. Anytime there's an important like death, any any of that stuff is is the wall. The episode with Hodor, another great yeah. where you find out that that Hodor hold the door. Like yep. that is some shit. That was fucking mind blowing. Like, and and that's the stuff you remember because it, you know there is going to be a disappointment, and unfortunately. For a lot of people, they're going to probably hold it against it too much. Uh, me, again, I'm still waiting to see how the end of the books come out, if that ever happens, because I'd like I'd like to know how close. I mean, because you figure the author, George R. R. Martin, had to give him an idea. And I believe I remember reading on it that he basically told him how it would end. It's just they didn't have the details after a certain point because there was no more books. and. And between not having any more book material to go by and therefore having to, you know, create a lot of it on their own and then, you know, having to connect again, certain things. Well, there's some things, how do you connect when you've left certain parts out of the show already? And so then it gets a little messy. And then you add in the fact that they kind of rush things because, well, the, uh, uh, creators very often weiss of game of thrones they were supposed to go do the new star wars series Uh so they were getting too excited about that and and we're we're preparing for that so they it just felt like it just it felt like they were just trying to wrap it up and um they were I, i do think it was difficult all around just uh um just because of the position they were in without the book material and everything. But I still feel like it could have done better, particularly the very last episode. I have no doubt that in the books, Bran will end up being in the same position that he is in the show. I just feel like the season six and seven, that books six and seven will fill everything in so much more beautifully. Um, and that's really the only disappointment for me is that I feel like it could have done better. Um, and maybe it, maybe the, you know, the writers of the show just uh, maybe it's true. Maybe they were just ready to move on and uh, maybe some people are be, being overcritical. I still enjoyed six and seven for the most part. Like I said, my dis- major disappointment and we really are running out of time, but <laughs> my major disappointment is the very final episode because I was willing to ignore um, some of the shit that went on during season seven, but it just felt, it felt anticlimactic. It felt like it was like, Oh, here's, here's the, the end of what happened after Danny went crazy. 
And then here's this council thing. And that's the end of the show. Oh yeah. You get to see John going back North to defend what? Because I thought they were all dead. Right. So it, it, it's just kind of uh, like, yeah. for it, me, that's pretty much, that's pretty much where I'm at. And, and, and um, yeah, yeah. You go with and, your thoughts. And, and, because I know that we've got limited time here, really. Right. Sorry, you, I was trying to wrap. It up. No, no, that's okay. Uh, the what you mentioned for the disappointment, is the same disappointment that that I had, and I, I think when I reflect, it really was more of kind of bitterness towards the 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 show creators. It was like, guys, you got a really nice thing here. Be really nice to finish out this commitment that you know as fans. Right. Well, okay, maybe not me. I got in it really late, but like a lot of people had invested, oh man, like what, uh, about um, close to a decade. Um, right. So it was kind of a slap in the face. It was like, at least have the decency to keep doing a damn good job and to see this thing through. And like, right. that's where the disappointment, because all the other problems really kind of come from that. It was like, oh, great. Like, like, why does season eight have to be the final season? Like, it seems like there's enough stories that have to be told to get a couple more seasons. So, yeah, it really came down to the show producers. And that was just really crappy on, on them. And I don't even think they ended up doing the Star Wars thing. Like, it was like, wow. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. <laughs> Poetic they justice. They did not. Um, maybe because, like, the the people they were going to be working for is like, yeah, we saw what you just did here with game of Thrones and we're kind of afraid of you doing the same thing here. So poetic justice, right. you hit on all the things like that's where the disappointment comes from. <laughs> Felt like WWE rush everything. And yeah. <laughs> and it's too bad because there's, there's so many people that are going to hold on to that. And that's unfortunate because as we talked about through this entire segment, it's, it, there is so much awesomeness yep. to that show. And yes, the last couple of seasons were rushed. There's a lot to forgive. There's still some, you should definitely feel disappointed about everybody should uh, because it, we deserved more from those producers. I feel like, but when it comes down to it overall, you can't let that disappointment ruin ruin the overall, you know, product. Because for me, you, many other people, it was a big fucking part of our lives. Yep. And no matter how quickly you watched it or how wrong, how long you were around for book readers, I mean, the very first Game of Thrones book came out fucking years ago, like. I believe like two decades plus. And, Ooh. and so those guys are sitting here still waiting for the last book. And I'm sure many of them have watched the show, but you know, it's just, yeah, it, it's iconic. Yes. There's disappointment to it, but overall uh, I love it to death. Cause it's one of the best. Well said, my friend. Can't, can't All say right. Yes, better. sir. Well, Hey man, thank you for joining the miscellaneous debris pod once again very much appreciated glad having you on it was fun yeah thank you for having me it's it's sometimes it's a as much as we love fantasy football it's nice to be able to talk about the other things we enjoyed too <laughs> that's very true that's very true mm-hmm. all right man all right well thank you for joining and mad caps we'll be right back to wrap this fucking tea party up
Okay. One more, one more thank you to Mr. Aaron Stewart for joining me on the Thrones conversation. And don't forget, you can check him out. I mean, he mostly does fantasy stuff, but he is entertaining and funny. So, check him out. Aaron Stu09 on the Twitters. I really do miss the the Game of Thrones. Man, that was so much fun. It really was. I hope we, hopefully, we get those last books. Like George R. R. Martin, I'm begging you, just give us the last couple at once. Like I'm, I'm hoping that's why you're taking. The, I know it's wishful thinking and it's stupid, but I really hope that's why you've taken so long. Is because you're doing both. That's what I'm really hoping. That's what I'm really, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> hopefully we get them. Just hopefully. But we will be getting soon another series of Thrones on HBO, House of the Dragon, about the Targaryens, I believe. And it's a prequel of sorts. And uh, I, I will be excited for that, to check that out. And that'll be fun to get into once it arrives. Hope somehow it makes up for, you know, some of the, the final season bullshit, particularly the final episode and this... This Jon Snow trial and bullshit and all that. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of trials, one final thing that I, I failed to mention in the news. I shouldn't say failed to mention. I did have it in my notes for this particular part. So why am I saying it like that? <laughs> anyway, the Derek Chauvin trial, you know, the man responsible for the death, George Floyd. Trial began. There were witnesses such as a nine-year-old, teenagers, a firefighter, you know, all testifying. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out because Minnesota is has got to be a little tense right now waiting on this verdict because hopefully the correct one comes down. There's going to be a lot of angry people if he ends up not getting put away for this. So hopefully, hopefully, the correct decision is made. But we'll see how that goes. All right, folks. All right. I know we, we can't end it on a down note. So I, I will say, I saw on Twitter, Peepsy was trending. And I was like, what the fuck is the Peepsy? Y'all heard of the Peepsy? Well, turns out... Bleh, that uh, Pepsi has teamed up with Peeps to make a, a combination soda of Peeps and Pepsi. Holy shit. Now, I'm a fan of both uh, individually. This combination sounds horrific, disgusting, not into it. No, just awful. The weather's not been awful. Again, as I mentioned, we're getting into spring. It's so exciting. Summer is almost here. And I'd be more excited if, if I felt 100% positive about the direction that everything is going, but with COVID cases rising and people still being stupid and who knows, and, you know, oh God, the variants, all this distraint. Ah, we'll see. 
We're moving on to spring. Enjoy it safely. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, in a couple of months, the country's in a better spot. We can hope. We can hope. Moving on to the spring. All right, folks. Madcaps. Let's get the hell on out of here. And this tea party, shall we? So remember, much love to you all. And enjoy your week. And stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad, as always. And until we chat again, ta-ta for now. Laters! Bye-bye, bye-bye.